بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم The highlight of the incident of Miraj is the gift of salah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had presented a very special gift to the best of his creation, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Mufti Mahmoud sahab rahmatullahi in one of his poetry, he mentioned, Tuhfai qurbo muhabbat panjagana haziri. The gift of love and proximity is the opportunity of presenting yourself five times before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If a person is invited to the palace of a king, to the court of a king, a very powerful, mighty king, the person takes so much of pride in this and he will be so excited to say that now I have been invited, this king has called me to his palace. In Salah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is inviting us to his house, the masjid. And obviously if Allah ta'ala is inviting someone, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to bless that person. He wants to give him something. That is why he's calling him. That is why it is said, As-salatu mi'rajul mu'min. The salah is the mi'raj of a believer. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam physically on the occasion of mi'raj went to the seven heavens. And yeah, when a believer performs salah and he does it properly, he's fully dedicated, devoted, with full concentration, then he also gets that spiritual ascension. And he gets that proximity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَقْرَبُ مَا يَكُونُ الْعَبْدُ مِنْ رَبِّهِ وَهُوَ سَاجِدٌ The hadith says, the closest the person can get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is when he is in sajda. The closest you can get. You want to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you want to be near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you are in sajda, although you are here in the dunya, but as though you are in the skies, as though you have got that proximity and that closeness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So salah has got everything in it. Whatever you're looking for, salah has got it. Whether it's you're looking for the physical benefits, spiritual benefits, psychological benefits, even salah has got financial benefits within it. Why? Because through salah, you will get barakah in your risk, in your sustenance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make your sustenance easy for you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put barakat in your sustenance. You know, barakat is a very great thing. Something that we just regard to be trivial. People say, that is why every day before you eat, you're supposed to be making the dua. Bismillahi wa barakatillah. You're supposed to be making that dua. Why? Because this barakat is a very great thing. It's barakat in your food. You're eating that food. There's barakat in the food. That food is going to nourish your body. Inshallah, there'll be barakat in your body now. And through that barakah, you will see a lot of goodness. You'll see a lot of blessings, a lot of favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this salah is a means and a source of barakah. And it has got everything within it. People will tell you that 
they were going through difficulties and problems. And in that situation, they could have actually become suicidal. But just the fact that they're coming into the masjid, they're forgetting all their problems, they're focusing towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're performing that salah, then even all that anxiety and all that depression and whatever they're experiencing, all just vanishes, all just goes away. So this is a very great ni'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember your salah. Salah is the key to success. Salah is the key to jannat. And salah is the key to the treasures of Allah. If you want to draw from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how are you going to draw from the treasures of Allah? Through salah. Anbiya salam, sahaba, pious people, when they were in any predicament, any difficulty, any hardship, what was the first thing they did? Fazi'a salah. The first thing they did was, they rushed towards salah. Let me go and read two rakats. Before I do anything, before I phone the doctor, before I phone anyone else, let me go read two rakats namaz. Why through the two rakats namaz? I'm going to secure the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm going to secure the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now I got Allah's help. I got Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. Inshallah, whatever the problem is, it can be solved. There's nothing that's difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has got no limitations. We have got limitations. So, but how am I going to get it? Get that salah right. So you got to perfect the external part of that salah. Go and learn all the masail, everything governing that. Every single mustahab, every sunnat. You know, it's very, very important for you to do it exactly as you're supposed to do it. With perfection, with precision. You know, everything else in the dunya, one wrong miss you're going to make, one step is going to go wrong, you got a big problem. You're not going to reach the right outcome. So yeah, that salah, try and learn it properly to the best of your ability, the physical dimension, the spiritual dimension, concentration, sincerity, devotion, humility, you brought all that and you're performing that salah, then inshallah, that salah now is going to be a key to the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this gift was granted to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and initially Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had instructed Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to perform 50 salah. This is a gift for you and your ummah, 50 salah. As Rasulullah sallallahu then starts passing again by the Anbiya, he passes by Hazrat Musa alayhi salam. Start speaking to Hazrat Musa alayhi salam. Ulama explain what was the reason, what was the wisdom that Allah Ta'ala had chosen Hazrat Musa alayhi salam. He could have went to any other Nabi and he could have got this advice. But they say perhaps one of the reasons is in Musa alayhi salam's life, Hazrat Musa alayhi salam desired he desired so much to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he wasn't granted that opportunity. And here Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa on the Miraj, he's granted the opportunity to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Hazrat Musa salam wanted to see those eyes which had seen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, maybe he didn't get that opportunity to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But now those eyes, that's Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he can see Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Musa alayhi advised him, your ummah won't manage 50. I spent a lengthy period of time with the Bani Israel and I tested them out. They're not going to manage. Go and ask Allah for some concession. 
So Rasulullah goes, concession is given, five namazes are dropped, he comes back. So this continues going forth, going back. Musa Islam tell him, no, that's still too much. And he continues asking for concession. Eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells him, five salah, but I will give your ummah the reward of 50. They're only going to need five, but because the initial command was 50, obviously Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows now what was the wisdom behind this. Allah knows that Nabi Sallallahu was going to come for the concession. And that was that five salah now that Rasulullah came back with to the dunya. Anyway, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came back to the dunya. He goes back to the house of Hazrat Ummuhani radiallahu ta'ala anha. He relates this whole episode to her. This is what happened. So Hazrat Ummuhani is the cousin of Rasulullah Sallallahu She tells him, Oh Rasulullah Sallallahu please, I've got one request. Don't mention this to any of the kuffar. Because if you're going to tell it to them, this is going to become like a big joke for them. In one night, you travel from here to Masjid Aqsa and came back. Now with the modes of transport we got, there's, not, nothing very, there's nothing difficult to do this here. It's not hard to understand this. Anyway, Nabi Sallallahu goes to the Haram Sharif. He's thinking now, what must he do? In that state, Abu Jahl comes to him. And asks him, what's up? What's the latest now? You know, they were just looking for opportunities to mock at Rasulullah And Allah protects sometimes our condition is like that also where we look for opportunities to mock at pious people. Anyway, Nabi Sallallahu told him, this is what happened. I went to Masjid Aqsa and I came back and Abu Jahl now, he found this like an opportunity now for him to mock at Rasulullah and to make him look like a fool. I said, really, this is what happened? I said, yes. Can I call all the people here in the town? Will you tell them the same story? Said, call them, no problem. Now he calls other kuffar. And Rasulullah is relating the whole incident and he met different anbiya and all that. Big joke for them. They're all laughing. They're laughing, they're joking. Remember, our responsibility is to convey the message. People will laugh sometimes. People will joke. People won't take it seriously. It happened to the Ambiya. Why, why wouldn't that happen to us? You'll tell the person the truth. He'll laugh at you. What are you talking? Which dunya are you living in? Whatever it is, he'll laugh. It's fine. But you did your responsibility. So then they said, let's test him now. We'll ask him all these questions about the description. Some of them been to Mazi Aqsa. They know. So they started posing a whole lot of different questions. But Rasulullah went at night. It was dark. He did not see all that. How will he be able to answer those questions? And yeah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts the whole picture of Masjid Aqsa in front of him. Some reports have it on the wing of Hazrat Jibreel salam, The whole picture of Masjid Aqsa. And every question they ask, Nabi Sallallahu is answering with precision. With perfection, they shocked themselves. He even told them along the way there was one caravan, you know, with these camels, and they lost one camel. He gave them a whole lot of details. And after one, two days, exactly, that caravan arrived in Makkah Mukarrama. So now they were completely silenced and they were completely dumbfounded. And they said, they had no, they had no words. So they just said, this is magic. This man is perhaps a magician because of his magic. 
He can do all of this. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had showed them, while all this is happening, one person runs to Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu anh, one of the kafirs. Oh Abu Bakr, you know what? You know what your friend is saying? He's saying that he went, one night he went to the Masjid Aqsa and he came back. Hazrat Abu Bakr said, if he said that, 100% I believe in it. This is Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu anh. This is Hazrat Umar radiallahu anh. We, you know, we start scratching our No, he said it. Are you sure? No, maybe he meant something else. Maybe different interpretation. You know, this zamana reinterpreting. We'll reinterpret it. We'll change the interpretation. No. If Rasulullah Sassam said that, it is what he said. It is what he said. If he said it, it is that. Whether I understand it, whether I don't understand it, whether it makes sense to me, it doesn't make sense to me. That was the level of Iman of Hazrat Abu Bakr and Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhumah. So this is more or less the brief incident of of Miraj, a lot of details that we left out because it's not enough time now to go into too many details. But as I mentioned, the highlights of the incident of Miraj is the gift of Salah. This was the gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remember Salah is not a burden. Salah is not something to make your life difficult. Salah is a gift for you. It's got so many benefits in it. Let us Concentrate on our salah. Let us focus on our salah. If you can just get your salah right, your whole life will come right. Literally, your whole life will come right. Because your salah, and generally, things that are not right in your life, is actually a reflection of your salah not being right. So we work on the salah, and we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam made dua, Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salah, wa min dhurriyati, Allah ta'ala, make me a proper namazi, Someone who reads, performs that salah with perfection and precision. And also Allah Ta'ala, bless that gift of salah to our children. Allah must make our children also namazis, that they always, they're in the masjid, they're in the first saf, they're performing that salah with takbir ula And this is our success in this world, in the qabr and the after. May Allah grant us a true understanding.